Good morning. Today is Friday, January 15th, 2021. I'm your host, Evan George, and welcome to Bostopia News. And here's what's happening in the news today. Charlie Baker is starting to come under some heat for Massachusetts's poor vaccination rollout. Currently, Massachusetts ranks between 25th and 26th among states in per capita vaccinations, with 3,155 doses given per every 100,000 people. This means that we lag behind every other New England state. And while the CDC is releasing new guidance to widen the pool of people who should be receiving the vaccination at this time, Charlie Baker is trying to defend his administration's regimented approach. I've spoken about this before, but right now we need to be getting this vaccination in as many people's arms as possible. And the overmanagement and top-down bureaucracy, which failed in New York City, is absolutely failing here in Massachusetts. And more healthcare professionals need to be trained to administer the vaccination, and more people need to have access to it right away. After originally denying it, the Boston Police Department has opened an investigation to one of their officers who attended the Capitol siege. This once the Boston Globe was able to provide them of social media evidence that there was in fact a Boston police officer at the location. It is of course not at all surprising that a member of the Boston Police Department would have stormed the Capitol building with the intent to harm lawmakers and delay the certification of an election. Several busloads of Massachusetts Trump supporters were there as well, along with a whole host of current military former military, and current police officers all over the country. And anyone who has seen the footage of how the Boston police violently attacked innocent protesters this past summer, not at all a stretch to say that they want to do the same thing to our elected officials. Charlie Baker on Thursday signed a nearly $627 million economic bill while simultaneously vetoing some of the tenant protections which were built in. The package includes more than $100 million in bonding authority to help small businesses, puts a cap on delivery fees from Grubhub and DoorDash, setting them at 15%, and includes the housing choice zoning reform, which removes the thresholds from two-thirds majority to a simple majority to pass a wide range of development. However, stating again, he rejected the tenant's right of first refusal to buy their home, which is... As it sounds, if you are a renter and your landlord is about to put the property on the market, you have the right to purchase it from him or her first. And for me, most egregious, Baker vetoed the section which would have allowed eviction records to be sealed for no-fault evictions. There are hundreds, thousands of renters who, through no fault of their own, are evicted, and this mark on their record makes it very difficult for them to secure housing in the future. It's disgusting that. Charlie Baker vetoed that part, especially because, again, these are for no-fault evictions. But what else can we expect? Sticking with the vetoes, Charlie Baker vetoed a far-reaching package of climate change and energy legislation this past Thursday, rejecting a bill that would have set the path for the state to achieve carbon-neutral emissions over the next three decades. This would have been the most sweeping measure to address climate change since the Global Warming Solutions Act of 2008. And because the state legislature waited so long to get the bill on his desk, 
they are not able to immediately override this veto. However, Democratic leaders have vowed to rush the bill back on his desk, passing it in the new session, and therefore capable of overriding a veto should Baker do the same trick twice. I would like them to see this time as an opportunity to even further strengthen this climate bill, as the goals of meeting carbon neutral in three decades are outside of the window that the global scientific community has said we need to achieve. But it is good that the new Democratic leadership is at least willing to fight for something. And wow, we really need to get rid of Baker, huh? The environmental nonprofit Green Roots has filed a civil rights lawsuit against the federal government this past Thursday, specifically the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency, for allegedly violating the 1964 Civil Rights Act when it declined to investigate language access concerns during the ongoing siting process for the electric substation in East Boston, this being reported by Miriam Wazer of WBUR. The lawsuit alleges that the Department of Public Utilities and Energy denied non-English speakers the right of representation by not providing the legally required translation services for public-facing events. Considering this substation is being built in an area that has very high levels of non-English speakers, this is, of course, a deliberate attempt to further marginalize and pollute the poorest populations in Massachusetts to then pump energy to Logan Airport, Kendall Square. I don't know if this can get rid of the Eversource substation, but my God, that would be a fantastic win. At the request of a alt-right internet troll website, Attorney General Mara Healy is now investigating Suffolk DA Rachel Rollins because of an alleged road rage incident. Quoting from Rollins describing the event, the woman was driving very erratically, and after multiple times to beep to get the woman's attention, used her emergency alert to then tell the woman, stop, you're in the wrong flow of traffic, and then Rachel departed. The woman then filed a police report on Rachel Rollins, which was then picked up by a right-wing news source called Turtle Boy Daily News. It is very, very odd that Mara Healy is using the power of the Attorney General to look into that, based upon the description I just gave, and is far more likely that this is being done for political reasons to target a high-profile black woman in Massachusetts to make it look like they are targeting, quote-unquote, both sides while they continue to crack down on the right-wing fascist elements that stormed our nation's capital. To equate those two things are absolutely disgusting, and we need a new attorney general here in Massachusetts. That's going to do it for today's episode. As I continue to say, the next two to three weeks are going to be the highest in terms of the death count of the COVID-19 virus. So I hope everyone stays safe. Take whatever precautions you can. Let's continue to push our elected representatives to do a faster vaccination rollout and try to find some happiness this weekend. So take care and have a great rest of your day.